Welcome, beautiful souls, to another episode of Lyric and Letter. Of course, I'm Rebecca, and I am so honored to be with you today. Now, we're going to dive into a song by Bethel Music, sung by Zariah Zachary, Surrounded by Holy. It is such a beautiful and captivating worship song, talking about being enveloped by the very presence of God. If you haven't heard this song yet, go on over to our playlist at www.lyricandletter.com forward slash playlist and have a listen. Now imagine if you will, let's join the Bethel music team amongst the redwoods in California, a place where the divine embrace of God's presence is as palpable as the air we breathe. As we gather here today, Let's open our hearts to the sacred echoes of His holiness found in these lyrics. We're going to dive into this song that invites us into the secret place of the Most High, where we're not just singing about His presence, but stepping into it. So before we go on this journey, grab a cup of coffee or tea, find a comfortable spot, or put away distractions if you're driving on your commute. Let's begin our journey into the Holy of Holies together. As we settle into this special place, let's turn our attention to the words that so often lift us in worship. The lyrics we'll explore today are not just lines of a song, but invitations calling us to ponder the profound truth within Scripture. So as we peel back the layers of these lyrics, let's allow the scriptures to illuminate our understanding, revealing the deeper resonance of the worship that invites us in. As we dive into the heart of our song, we approach it with reverence and expectancy. These words we're about to unpack are more than lyrics. They're resonating with the very essence of God's holiness. As we reflect on each line, consider how they echo the call of the Psalms, inviting us into a deeper fellowship with our Creator. Now, the first line of the song says, Take me into your secret place, where I'm constantly amazed. This line beckons us into the intimacy of communion with God. Reminiscent of the psalmist yearning in Psalm 91.1 to dwell in the shelter of the Most High God. This secret place is a spiritual refuge, a sanctuary where one is enveloped by God's presence. For the believer, entering this secret place signifies a retreat from the noise of the world into a sacred space where the soul finds peace and communion with God. In our lives, this secret place can manifest as moments of quiet reflection, prayer, or worship. It is in these moments that we can be truly amazed by God's grace, love, and mercy. Just as a child marvels at the wonders of creation with fresh eyes, so are we called to be in constant wonder at the spiritual riches and mysteries God unfolds to us. It is in our personal devotions, in the stillness of the morning or the quiet of the night, 
that we can encounter God in profound ways, leading to a deeper understanding and a stronger faith. The next line says, where the saints and angels bow before you. This line transports us to the throne room of God, as depicted in Isaiah 6, where the prophet sees the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne where seraphim is in attendance. This line invites us to join the heavenly hosts in their unending worship, recognizing the sovereignty of God over all creation. In our daily walk, bowing before God can take the form of humble submission to His will. It means prioritizing His desires over our own, seeking His guidance in every decision, and acknowledging His supremacy with every act of service or obedience. As the saints and angels exhibit their reverence, we too are called to live a life of worship, one that honors God, not just with our lips, but with our lives. The next line so boldly states, there is nothing like your presence. This echoes the sentiment of countless believers who have found solace and strength in the Lord's company, as Moses did in Exodus 33 verse 14, when God said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. God's presence is unique and irreplaceable, offering a peace that surpasses all understanding. In practice, God's presence reassures us amidst life's storms. When we feel alone or overwhelmed, it is the knowledge of His nearness that provides comfort and courage. Whether it's through the community of the church, the solitude of prayer, or the mundane moments of life, we can experience this unparalleled presence knowing that He is with us, guiding and guarding our steps. Now, I personally had to experience that this week. There were some major tribulations in my life, and through my brothers and sisters in Christ, I felt the undergirding and love of the Lord in a way that I did not expect. God can speak in the quiet, in the storm, and just like the two friends beside Moses in Exodus 17, holding his arms up to worship the Lord. The next line says, it's just a glimpse of heaven. Now this line suggests that our spiritual experiences on earth are but a foretaste of the eternal joy to be found in God's kingdom. Kind of akin to Paul's revelation in 1 Corinthians 2, 9, where he says, No eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor heart imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. These glimpses of heaven are moments that lift the veil between the temporal and the eternal. These heavenly glimpses can manifest as profound peace in chaos, inexplicable joy and sorrow, or divine love in isolation. There are instances where heaven touches earth in our hearts, expanding our vision beyond the here and now. 
through acts of love, kindness, and justice, we reflect the heavenly reality, offering those around us a peek into the kingdom of God, where his will is done perfectly. Now, I experienced these moments when I was sitting by my husband Mark's bedside as he was passing. There was such a tangible presence in the room. You could tell Mark was speaking with the Lord and wrestling about everything that he was leaving here on earth. But his heart, his spirit was with the Lord in beautiful conversation, and you could feel it in the room. That takes us to the next line where it says, where the elders throw their crowns before you. Now, this references the ultimate act of worship and surrender seen in Revelation 4, verse 10, where the elders lay their crowns before the throne of God, acknowledging his absolute authority and majesty. This act of throwing our crowns represents a complete surrender of our achievements, our status, our self-importance, all at the feet of Jesus. It is recognizing that every success and every blessing comes from Him and is meant for His glory. As we lead, serve, and influence, we do not do so for our own acclaim, but for the honor of the one who calls us to His own, for He alone is holy. These reflections on each line of the song offer a dual perspective. They connect us with the timeless truths of Scripture and provide a blueprint for living out those truths in our everyday experiences. By meditating on these lines and their scriptural counterparts, we can aim to cultivate a life that not only sings of God's holiness, but also displays it through acts of worship, obedience, and service. As we linger in the echoes of the song Surrounded by a Holy, with its invitation into the wonder of God's presence, let's turn to the pages of R.C. Sproul's God is Holy, an abridged version of his book, The Holiness of God. This book invites us further up and further into the majesty of the Lord. With the tenderness of a pastor and the precision of a scholar, Sproul paints a portrait of God's holiness that goes beyond our everyday understanding. It's a gentle yet powerful reminder that the holiness of God is not merely an attribute, but the very core of his being, a theme that resonates deeply with the lyrics we just studied. As the song envelops us in the sense of being surrounded by God's holiness, Sproul's book encourages us to pause and ponder the magnitude of what that means. His words, much like the lyrics of our song, bring us face to face with the transcendence of God, a transcendence that does not push us away, but draws us near in a personal and transformative encounter. Sproul deeply weaves together scriptural accounts of God's holiness with practical applications for our lives. He nudges us towards a lifestyle of reverence, mirroring the heart posture we adopted as we listened to the lyrics by Surrender by Holy. The connection here is seamless. 
as both the song and the book lead us into a deeper, more intimate understanding of God's perfect holiness. I highly recommend this book. It's a quick yet powerful read, one that invites you into his experience of journeying into the holiness of God. Now, as we linger on the theme of God's holiness, I want to share a moment that forever changed my understanding of his presence. It was way back in 1996 during a church service. I was skeptical of what was being taught, but my heart was open. I whispered a prayer, Lord, if you're real, you don't need anyone to facilitate a blessing. I believe you can touch me directly. And in that moment, I had an encounter that changed my life. It wasn't with my physical eyes, but with the eyes of my spirit, I perceived the outline of Jesus standing before me. He was veiled, but his voice was like light hitting a prism and scattering into a spectrum of colors that filled every part of the room. I was overcome, unable to speak, just tears of transformation as I felt the tangible reality of God's presence. In that moment, he told me, Becca, I have a plan for you. And it was as if he said a million things at once. He knew my pain. He knew my weaknesses. He knew my strengths. He knew what had been and what was to come. And he had a plan for every bit of it. I was in awe of the holiness of God, a holiness so profound, so tangible It transforms and transcends our understanding. After such a personal, powerful encounter, it became clear that God's holiness isn't just a concept. It's an active, living reality that invites us into a deeper communion with Him. It was in this sacred moment that I found that not only God's otherness was there, but his nearness, his calling me into a relationship that is both awe-inspiring and incredibly intimate. So now we're going to transition and explore the next 10 lines of the song. The chorus lifts up with, All creation joins with heaven singing, Holy, surrounded by holy which mirrors the heart of Psalm 96, verses 11 through 12. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea resound and all that is in it, let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. This passage invites us to join in a chorus of praise that is as natural and joyful as the fields and seas themselves. Now envision yourself amid this jubilation, just like the Bethel music team was amongst the Redwoods, where your life's rhythm join in a harmonious celebration of the earth's beauty, singing alongside the creation and a shared anthem of worship to our creator. There is no one more holy 
the vocalist asserts, a truth we see in 1 Samuel 2, verse 2. There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. The song and scripture together draw us to acknowledge the unparalleled holiness of God. Against the ordinariness of this life, this might invite you to pause and recognize the manifestation of God's holiness that surrounds you. In acts of kindness, in moments of peace, and in the divine beauty of the natural world. Each a tapestry woven by the hand of God. Lastly, the intimate words, I'm in wonder and awe, echo the sentiments of Psalm 8, verses 3 through 4, where David reflects, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? This scripture reminds us of the humility and profound gratitude that comes with recognizing the care God extends to each of us. The more that I enter in, you consume all I am. I lose myself in the one who's holy. Now this reflects a soul's journey into the very heart of God's presence, where everything worldly fades and the holy of holies enraptures the spirit. Now let's pause and enter the vision given to John, a revelation of the ultimate worship setting. In Revelations chapter 4, John is called up to witness the throne room of God, a place so awash with his glory that it defies our earthly senses. Surrounding the throne, he sees four living creatures, each one covered in eyes, symbolic of God's all-seeing nature. And they rest not day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. John's reaction to this splendor is one of reverence and awe. He stands in the presence of holiness personified with Jesus Christ, the Lamb who was slain. At the center of this divine narrative, Jesus' words, Be holy because I am holy, resonates through this vision, calling us to reflect the holiness of our Lord in our lives. As the lyrics invite us to lose ourselves in the one who's holy, we're reminded of the transformative power of encountering God. In this holy exchange, we find our true purpose and identity. It's in the presence of Jesus, the King on the throne, that our lives gain eternal perspective. When we sing, you take my breath away, all I can do is cry, holy, holy. It's as if we're joining John in the throne room. Imagine the overwhelming sense of God's pure and radiant holiness. It's here in the presence of Jesus, the embodiment of holiness, that we find ourselves at a loss for words. 
where our soul's instinctive response is to bow down and worship. As we linger on the words of the bridge, let's take a moment to step into the Holy of Holies through the lens of Scripture. I invite you to close your eyes, if it's safe, and imagine yourself in the very throne room of God as revealed in Revelations 4. Hear the ceaseless praise of the living creatures, each calling out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Feel the weight of his glory surround you, a glory that Isaiah describes as filling the whole earth. Picture the seraphim, these heavenly beings who cover their faces and feet with their wings in humble adoration before the King of Kings, echoing the holiness of God. Now, envision Jesus, our high priest, who made the way for us to enter the most holy place. Hebrews 4.16 urges us to approach God's throne room of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. This is our invitation, our divine calling, to enter into the presence of a holy, magnificent, sovereign God. As you dwell on this scene, let the truth of His holiness wash over you. Consider the profound love that beckons us closer, the sacrifice of Christ that enables us to stand in this holy place with a reverent fear and a heart full of worship. Allow yourself to respond naturally to his presence, perhaps with a word of praise, silent awe, or tears of joy. Remember, in the presence of God's holiness, we find a love so pure that it completely transforms us. We're not just singing about holiness. We're stepping into it, embracing it, and letting it infuse every part of our being. Let His holiness envelop you, change you, and draw you nearer to His heart. Now, as we transition from this sacred space of reflection and worship, I'd like to offer a few questions to ponder. These are not questions for the mind, but for the soul. And I encourage you to carry them with you throughout the week. In what ways have you experienced the holiness of God in your life? And how has it transformed your daily walk? As you reflect on the majesty of God's throne room, how does that reflection shape your understanding of worship and the reverence due to him? What does it mean to you to approach God with confidence? And how can you live out that boldness while still honoring his holiness? I know, some of these questions are pretty tough, but they're so worthwhile to answer. So, let's close our time out 
in prayer Heavenly Father we stand in awe of your holiness a splendor so profound that it both humbles and lifts us we thank you for the grace that allows us to come into your presence may our hearts always be moved by the purity of your love and the majesty of your holiness guide us in our daily lives to reflect your holiness in our actions our thoughts and our deeds help us to see you in every moment to feel your presence and to carry the weight of your glory with a reverent yet joyful heart we acknowledge that you Lord are a holy and righteous God and we are so grateful to be called your children in the precious name of Jesus we pray amen Wow God never ceases to amaze me when I do these deep dives and I'll be honest with you it's as much for me as it is for you (laughs) I love how God speaks so my friends I am so deeply thankful for our time together diving into God's holy presence through worship and studying his word now our journey has been profound as always and it's my prayer that this has touched your life as much as it has mine if you want to go a little bit deeper go on over to the devotional section of our website at www.lyricandletter.com forward slash devotional and there download the free devotional that has the corresponding scriptures and bible study and reflection questions so you can go deeper into the study of god and allow his word to transform you And if you find that this podcast and our devotionals have made a difference in your life, would you please share it with your friends, family, and church leaders? I'd love for you to join our vibrant community on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash lyric and letter. It's a space where we can interact every day, lifting each other up in prayer, sharing our favorite worship music, scripture art, and the daily walk of our lives. It's a beautiful way to stay connected and grow together in Christ. And of course, you know that Christmas is just around the corner. If you're looking for some faith-based accessories, t-shirts, hoodies, head on over to our gift shop at www.lyricandletter.com forward slash shop. And there is a plethora of items to choose from. It's a great way to show off your faith, give a little cheer, and support the podcast at the same time. Next week, we are going to continue our deep dive into holiness by covering the Throne Room Song by Charity Gale. It is amazing, and I cannot wait to deep dive into yet another aspect of God's holiness. Until next time, have a beautiful day in the Lord. God bless.